This city is a... ...is a puzzle, all its parts strangely angled and shifting. The picture it forms gets hazier with every addition, but it still calls out, begging to be solved, threatening to be unsolvable. The pieces pierce your fingers as you hold them, but you can't let them slip, or what you could have known will be lost forever. You hold tight even as others fall before your eyes, see yourself reflected in surfaces and edges. In the puzzle, there is pain. In the pain, there is a question. In the question is an answer, and it's written in a tattered journal beside the name Eleanor Kostansky. Something terrible has happened. No, not terrible. Something important has happened. Whether it's terrible or not remains to be seen. The head of operations for the esoteric order of the all-seeing eye in America, Mr. Maximilian Coleman, is dead. I don't know a lot of the details, honestly. It apparently happened a few days ago but everyone is pretty nervous about it. And nobody is talking about how it happened. Just worried looks followed by questions about who will take his place. And there's more. Maybe it's nerves. Maybe it's something more. I don't know. All I know is since I heard about what happened, I've been having dreams. Dark, chaotic visions I can't piece together soaked in a kaleidoscope of colors that the human mind was never meant to imagine. Recognizable shapes are distorted and twisted into otherworldly figures. Each time I wake up, it's in a cold sweat. And a voice just beyond comprehension is whispering in my ear. I haven't told anyone about it. Nobody else has mentioned experiencing it either. Whatever's going on, it's only happening to me. I'm growing more and more concerned about my mental well-being. I'm growing more and more concerned about my mental well-being. We know that growth always comes with a price. But what if it's not just the spells? What if the very knowledge itself taxes the mind? Not in any mundane, scientific way. What if... What if growth is a corrupting force outside of the origin? It would explain so many things about the Antelucan Collapse, how, how a group with so much knowledge, so much power, managed to vanish from the face of the Earth. Maybe all of my research is pushing me closer and closer to some kind of breaking point. No, that's absurd. If that were true, then the whole Order would be experiencing this, and I've heard nothing of the sort. I mean, August has his personality fluxes, and Brandon is a complete narcissist, though I suspect that is a condition which predates his introduction to Vroth. And then there's... 
you know, maybe I shouldn't be looking to a cult for examples of mental stability. Anyway, I don't have time to dwell on it. It's almost time to go see Daphne, and I look like a complete mess. Do you really have to record this? It reminds me of my sessions with August. I'm sorry, but it's very useful. It's a lot easier than handwritten notes, and I can capture everything we say, even the seemingly insignificant things. Fine. If it helps us find a way out of here, that's all I care about. Here's everything you've produced uh, since I took over Project Diviner. Ugh. I'm not calling you the Diviner. I'm just saying it is called Project Diviner. I still hate it. It's so... so... Reductive? Dehumanizing? I was going to say insipid, but those work well too. I know it's horrible, Daphne. But we need to focus. Your art is trying to tell us things. There is meaning here. It told you about August's other personality and... about... about Mickey. There's more here. We just have to find it. Maybe it will point us to a way out of here? <sighs> I suppose it's possible. <laughs> At least August is just as hopeless with my forgeries. I know! I can't believe how well that worked. You should have seen the smug look on his face. He was so proud of himself for figuring out that the pieces all go together. That they're all connected. Are they? <laughs> Not in the slightest. They're just random objects or made-up landscapes. I'd throw in some abnormalities here and there, hide a few numbers and letters. I gave him what I thought he was looking for. Well, it seems like it worked. Yes. Now we just have to make sense of the real ones. The Two Kings was related to Augie. We already determined that. And the dagger and shield was about Mickey and Blake. Which just leaves... a lot of them. <sighs> Is this really a useful way to spend our time? I doubt we're just going to stumble into an answer like this. We won't know until we look. You're getting these messages for a reason, Daphne. Someone or something is sending information through you. But that doesn't mean that this thing wants to help us. August said that the Order used my paintings to uncover more of their spells. And that's about the last thing I'd ever want. Please, Daphne. We have to try. Uh, here, how about this one? What could this one mean? <sighs> I don't know. It's a collection of marionettes, but one strings have been cut. That one's lying in a heap on the floor. Okay, but what about this part here on the marionette's chest? These red splotches? I'm not really sure. The only thing the puppets make me think of is Brandon. Who? Dr. Brandon Sullivan. He's a member of the Order with a specific spell that he uses. Destroyed the only copy of it in order to ensure his worth to the Order. I'm going to regret asking this, but... What does that have to do with marionettes? I've never seen him do it, but apparently he can use that spell of his to... take over people. Multiple people. Well, I was right. 
I do regret it. Well, you can take comfort in knowing that it's come to bite him in the ass. He's been almost bedridden for a month. And rumor has it, one of his vessels was kidnapped. Well, based on this, it seems like someone might have sorted him out. Or at least one of him. How about this one? We've got a golden crown on one side of a scale, balancing a spool of thread in a sewing needle. Hmm. You said before that August and his counterpart were two different kings, right? One in armor and one in cloth? Maybe it's related to them. How the two of them are balancing out? It's possible. But I can't say for certain. But there is one that relates to that. Where is it? Hmm. Oh, here. It's another king in armor, but no sign of the king in cloth. Who is this figure? Are they in any of the others? This is the only piece with them. Trust me, I'd know. It's a very unique design. I mean, how many other figures I draw come with their own chariot? The figure seems to be masculine. Older... Wearing an ornate crown and holding something that looks like... Uh... Is that a ball? Uh, no, it's more like a sovereign's orb. Or Globus Crucica. Uh, what? It's a piece of coronation jewelry. Didn't know you were a historian in addition to being a prophet and painter. I just studied a wide breadth of art, that's all. Kings and emperors just loved getting painted holding golden orbs with crosses on top. I guess it made them feel like they had the whole world in their hand. Except that isn't a cross. Look closer. Is that? It's an eye. It's the eye. The one the esoteric order uses. Well, whoever he is, he's certainly having a bad day. He's bleeding, and right behind the chariot is... The king in armor. Swordtron. Exactly. Daphne, I know who he is. Who? Him. The Emperor, the Chariot Emperor. It's Maximilian Coleman. But that would mean he's going to die. Daphne, Coleman is dead. It happened three days ago. No. No, that's not possible. August is a monster, but this is why he's a monster. He ruined everything for Coleman. For the Order. Why would he do something like this? Each time he comes back, he's more and more unstable. Maybe it was a sudden personality flux, or one that had some issue with Coleman? Mm, something is wrong. There's something we're not seeing. What about this? What about this area right here? What about it? I filled that in with colors. A dark jumble of them. Compositionally, that makes no sense, so it has to mean something. I don't know, Daphne. This is outside my field. It's got to be something, but I don't... I've seen it. I've seen it somewhere before. I know it. Maybe we should take a break. I think you're starting to get a little agitated. Don't need a break. I need to find this goddamn picture. Aha! Uh, uh -huh, here. The exact same thing. A vague, swirling patch of dark colors. Shapeless and imposing. Only this time it's surrounding a lamb. A small, defenseless lamb. Okay. But that doesn't answer the question. What is it? What is that mess supposed to represent? 
because it's around August when he killed Coleman, and it's around this lamb. What was the name of the girl you told me about? August Other Project. It's Humility. Humility Shepherd. Then I think she's our best candidate for Lamb. This is bad, Daphne. Really bad. We have to help her before anything happens. We need to get out of here and bring her with us. But that still doesn't tell us the how. How are we going to get out of here? I don't know. Let me know if you have any more impulses to paint. I'll visit you at any time. I don't need you babysitting me to do this. I'll just make them and hide them until we can- No! Daphne, it's too dangerous. This is exactly what they expect from you. But me? They trust me. In their mind, I'm one of them. Please don't do anything without me there. You're asking a lot from me, Eleanor. It's getting worse. Each and every day, there is less and less time before the compulsion begins again. Whatever's using me, it's screaming out, begging for us to hear it. And that's why I'll come to you. We need this information, Daphne. Sometimes, for just a moment, you look like you belong here. In those little moments where you treat me like a paintbrush instead of an artist. This is for both of us, Mrs. Howard. I want to save us, and Millie, and Blake, if we're not too late. I can certainly see how you earn their trust, Miss Kostansky. I could almost imagine those words coming right out of August's mouth. This makes the fifth day with the nightmares. And they're getting worse. It's still a bewildering mess of sensation, but there's... There's some kind of intent behind it. Each unfathomable alien shape and sound is trying to say something, but there's no form or context or anything. It's all just raw, primal feeling without intelligent composition. And it's horrifying. I feel like I'm falling apart. I can't sleep. And I swear, I'm starting to hear voices again. Little whispers when I'm not focused. Maybe Gordon was right. I've pushed myself too far and my mind is trying to cope. Putting together little fragments here and there. There are no voices. Oh, there probably wasn't a Gila Marto. It's all me. Trying to sew back together a mind that is unraveling faster and faster. I don't know what to do. Not just about the dreams, about all of it. I have to find us a way out of here, but I don't have the first clue of what to do. All the spells I've managed to find in my research are either useless or cost far too much for practical usage. And with this looming menace, Daphne's quite literally painted around us, I've run out of time. Gordon was probably right about that, too. 
That mysterious cloud Daphne keeps drawing. August and Millie. It's only around people who use growth. It could be that corruption, that that's something we're putting out into the world. Well, well, look who it is. Little Miss Busybody. Desmond? What do you mean? Don't play dumb with me. Well, dumber than usual. I've seen you skulking about. You've got a lot of cheek. I've half a mind to tell August about this. No, Desmond, please, don't. Trying I... to poach my subject. You think I'll let you run Diviner and Outsider? You, Miss Kostansky, can piss right off. What? Oh, right, yes. Sorry, I know I shouldn't. You don't need to tell August. I'll back off. <laughs> You're damn right you will. I spent far too much time with dear Millie the Hillbilly to let you swoop in and ruin everything. Of course. How could I have ever questioned leaving a young woman in your care with such warmth and tenderness? Oh, <laughs> humility and I are thick as thieves now. Just a little playful ribbing here and there. But you wouldn't understand. You know, how you don't understand most things. I understand that you're an asshole who tried to get me killed and failed. And I'm right back where I started. In August's good graces, you know, where you wanted to be. Oh, you've done it. You've broken my heart. I'll never go on. You keep thinking you're in control, darling. But when it comes down to it, August always listens to the voice of reason, which is my voice. Did you have anything else you wanted? Or do you just love the sound of your own voice? I mean, of course I do. Who doesn't? But no. Raking you over the coals for your academic transgressions was just a bonus. I'm here because Professor Howard wants to speak to you later. 5pm in his office. Did he say what it was about? What did you say? I asked if he said what it was about. Oh, this is very interesting. Not really, I'm just curious. You'll just have to wait and see. For now, I have important work to do with our dear outsider. <laughs> Au revoir! Um, Ina, show me a leak? What the hell was that about? Project Diviner continues to bear less and less fruit, with each successive piece of prophecy meandering further and further away from our goals. Normally, I would have concluded our research, but... I fear what might happen if I do. What might happen to Daphne? The project continues. She has a place here. A place where I can keep her safe and we can be together, even if she hates me. In contrast, Project Outsider seems to be making great strides. Desmond has reported a significant increase in both the potency and control of the subject's Rothy effects. Matter manipulation, transmutation, teleportation, those are just some of the powers she showcased. I don't know how he did it, and frankly, I don't care. 
The method is inconsequential at this point. All that matters are the results. We have to reach the end. We have to complete the opus. I suppose that leaves Project Interloper. I'll be honest, this particular research subject practically fell into my lap, but they are proving to be quite fascinating. Whereas the Outsider stands as a vessel for the power of the origin, the Interloper is a conduit for Abextra's possibility. A young girl with the ability to wield the fundamental power of what he is, and a troubled academic capable of withstanding the maddening expanse of what could be. Objectivity and subjectivity. Hmm. I am unsure if Quinn is capable of helping us reach our goal, but I find them intriguing nonetheless. Come in. You wanted to see me, Professor. Yes, please. Have a seat. Thank you. So you what? Want... Sorry. You first. Oh, no, please. Go ahead. <laughs> I guess I was just curious what you called me here for. Was there a problem with the report I sent? I can correct it if you... That's not it. As usual, your research and reporting are impeccable. I brought you here for three reasons. Oh? What kind of reasons? I'm sure you have no doubt heard of the passing of Maximilian Coleman, one of the founding members of the Esoteric Order of the All-Seeing Eye, and one of my closest friends. I'd heard. I'm sorry for your loss. Thank you. But I brought you here to make a confession. Something I haven't told another living soul. I killed Maximilian. What? August. That's a horrible joke. There's no way you could do something like that. It's no joke, Miss Kostansky. I shot him. I shot a man who reached out to me in my darkest hour and gave me purpose, all for the sake of saving his dream. What do you mean, saving his dream? Mr. Coleman was going to dissolve our efforts to reach the magnum opus, release the research subjects, suspend all our covert operations, things that each of us no doubt considered in our moments of weakness. But he was going to proceed to give up with so much blood on our hands, just out of reach of the stream that could wash them clean. And so you shot him. I did. I'm not proud of it. Truth be told, I can hardly recollect doing it. It feels like something from a dream. Hazy and half-remembered. What does that mean for the Order? The senior members convened two days ago and held a vote. I've been selected to take over as head of operations for the American branch of the Order. Oh. Oh, wow. Yes. It is an imposing honor. And I hope that in taking it, I can honor the Max that I knew and loved. But it will be very 
taxing. And I will need a great deal of help in keeping my projects on track. So, you'll be finding new assistance? Perhaps. But my first priority is to find a capable successor. Someone who I can trust implicitly. Like... you. Me? August, I don't think that's a good idea. I mean, what would the rest of the Order think? That I made a choice, and they will abide by it. How do you know you can trust me so easily? I mean, you tried to kill me. You brought me here by threatening my friends, and now you just told me you murdered your own idol. I mean, August, how could there be any trust there? That's a very fair point, Miss Kostansky. You're right. Between my lapse in judgment regarding you, the unfortunate measures which brought you here, and now, the tragic circumstances which have forced my hand against Mr. Coleman? It's little wonder you would be suspicious of me. But I do trust you wholeheartedly. Which is why I want you to have this. A gun? Yes. I want you to take it. It's freshly cleaned and fully loaded. If you don't trust me, shoot me. We both know it won't kill you. Maybe not, but we're on the ground floor. You've had plenty of time to familiarize yourself with the mansion. With the proper shot and the time it takes to bleed out, you could be at the gate before I am reborn. Certainly before I have my wits about me. Is that all this is? A test? No. No, not entirely. My hope is you'll keep the gun for your own use. It's certainly more reliable than that Derringer you were using. And if something were to happen, I'd want to make sure you were safe. Are you expecting something to happen? Maybe. I don't know. But with any shift in power, there is upheaval and turmoil. I want you prepared. August, tell me the truth. Is this the gun you shot Maximilian Coleman with? Yes. Yes, it is. I came into possession of it when someone broke into the mansion attempting to assassinate me. But it was too beautiful to get rid of. So I kept it in my desk. And when Max came to speak to me, I... I... Was it difficult? Killing the man who helped make you who you are? <laughs> That's the thing, Eleanor. I honestly don't know. One minute Max was telling me he wanted to try and undo our work. Next I was standing over him, holding that gun. That's it? Just the two of you? And Desmond. Desmond? I remember being horrified at what I had just done in a momentary spasm of cowardice. 
but he assured me I'd done the right thing in protecting the opus. Just you and Mr. Pullman and Desmond? Yes. Why do you ask? It just seems strange that Maximilian would let Desmond overhear such a vital conversation with his most trusted advisor. True. It did seem peculiar. I guess maybe he thought Desmond would agree with him. Well, thank you, Professor Howard. No, thank you for taking it. Both for removing it from my office and accepting my trust. It's not easy to let go of the past. Things will never be the same. I know. But maybe they shouldn't be. You're not the same brilliant but naive girl who sat in the front row of every lecture. You've proven you're a strong, capable, driven woman. You are exactly what the Order needs, Eleanor. And you're what I need in a partner. August, I... Oh, my. It's getting late. We really should be going. Going? Going where? Eleanor, don't tell me you've forgotten already. I made a promise, and I'm a man of my word, aren't I? What do you... Wait. You mean my family? I can go see my family? Of course. I hope you don't mind if I chaperone you. Not for lack of trust. It's purely so we can explain your absence to your mother and father. Tell them about the exciting opportunity we found with an archaeological expedition in Kuwait. The competition was fierce, and we had no time for anything but to hop on a ship and sail for distant shores. That's absurd, August. I've been gone for months. There's no way they will believe that. Oh, I'm sure they will. You can blame your lack of correspondence on our remote location and the poor regional postal service. And how will I explain my missing finger? You won't. You'll be wearing gloves over a custom prosthetic I had made for you. I'd do my best to try and avoid drawing attention to it all the same. We don't want them thinking I let you get maimed on a university-funded research trip. But... You're serious. I... I can go see them. Actually see them. <laughs> yes, you absolutely can. You can even stay the night. What's to stop me from going back to Blake? And, and Mickey? Nothing, I suppose. I mean, you did make a bargain for their safety. But I'm not so petty as to lash out if you choose them over me. But I trust you won't do that. I believe you know where your real home is. Where you're most needed. So you would be fine with me seeing my family whenever I wanted? Going to a movie? Traveling outside the city? Of course. I would ask that you continue living here, though. We have a lot of important research to be done. But you're not a prisoner, Eleanor. You're one of us. In fact, I think you're our future. I... I don't know what to say. Then don't. Let's not waste another moment. Attention, savant. Huh? 
Pour moi, j'ai ce en chemin d'un jour. Is someone there? Vengerez-vous trop loin? Et il n'y aura pas de. Must have been a draft. <laughs>